We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Boy. All right. Here... We go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Christmas day. Merry Christmas to all, but a not so merry Knicksmas for the orange and blue, man. Knicks shoot out the gates hot to kick off this matinee matchup against the Sixers, man. Julius has it cooking. Mitch putting in work. Jalen cooking. Distributing. RJ having his moments. Grimes, everybody, man. But it was a tale of two halves. As the Sixers superstars woke up and got some much-needed help from their supporting cast, Knicks not so much, man. And that was all she wrote. Sixers run away with things in the second half and uh, beat the Knicks, man. Win the Christmas Day matinee matchup, 119-112. This is the rapid-fire post-game show. Presented by Manscaped, man. CP the franchise, JD Sports Talk on the ones and twos. Once again, Merry Christmas to all the Knicks fans out there. Uh, but a not so Merry Knicksmas, man. You know, this one started off well. Certainly started off well, man. You had to have liked how uh, Julius was getting it going. It was smooth. The game was coming to him, knocking down shots. He was hot from three, putting the ball on the floor, creating for himself. Just absolutely excellent. Brunson. Over uh, over 10 assists cooking out there. He had Mitch, excellent effort on, on Embiid in the first half, getting after it on the offensive glass. But um, as I said, man, second half, uh, things changed. And in the fourth quarter, it was all Sixers. James Harden started pouring it on. George's Niang, 4-9 from downtown. And the turning point of this game, man, as the Knicks – we're clinging to a to a two point lead in this thing. The Sixers would get the edge, and and basically turn the tables, turn the tables, man. Going a sixteen to two run 
in crunch time. And that was a knockout blow, man. JD, Merry Christmas. How you feeling on this one? Well, sometimes, CP, I don't know why I love sports, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. First, it was the Knicks against the Bulls. Then we had the Giants. Right? <laughs> Last Yeah, yeah. 61 yarder, man. 61 yarder. Yep. And so you go heartbreak, heartbreak. <sighs> if you're a Jets fan, same thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then today again. Yeah. Um, so not the most happiest of holidays from that standpoint. Um, I think, you know, today's game, it, there's a few things. It, it illustrates how tough the Chicago game was because I thought, you know, if they that game was important to protect yourselves for this, you know, outstanding matchup. Yeah. First game of a Christmas slate and, and against a very good team. So you wanted to at least give you a chance to have a decent week. Um, and you know, they, they, they go out and, and they, they blow it again. Um, a few concerns, you know, the bench didn't play well today, Facts. but they also didn't play a lot. And so, you know, you start to ask, you know, is this a personnel thing? Do you need to add a shot creator off the bench? Um, or do you need to just play a few of those guys more minutes and, and just have a little bit more trust and see if things develop that way uh, because, you know, Sims, Hartenstein, McBride only played six minutes today. I, I didn't understand that myself, especially when, you know, you, you want to play some defense against this Sixers team who shoots the ball well from three, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers going into today were fourth in the league in three point percentage uh, at 38.3%. So you want to have guys that can rotate, uh, that can defend, so I didn't understand that. Uh, but, you know, overall, it's just a tough loss. And yeah. they started well. They had 37 points in the first quarter. You know, I, I, I thought the way they started was very impressive. Uh, you saw in the on the mic'd up on ESPN, uh, Tibbs in the early first quarter was imploring the team to continue the pace. Yeah. You know, saying, the more we play with pace, the better it is. And they continue to do that uh, with a 37-point. 37 point first quarter. So I thought yeah. that was positive, but oh, just frustrating. frustrating. Just frustration. You win eight in a row. Now you lose three in a row. So we're back to trying to figure out what's the, you know, where is this team? Um, and it also looks like lately, CP, the rotations, although it's nine, it's starting to creep up more to like seven. Yeah. Or I don't yeah. know what because it looks like it's know, wearing on them a little bit, man. The starters are playing, you know, almost 40 minutes every game now. So yeah. are these guys a little bit of fatigue? Because you see, again, late in the fourth, these guys are running out of gas. Yes. And you see the shots are short. So is it personnel? Is it, like, fatigue? Like, yeah, just frustrated. Frustrating I, loss. Uh, I'm with you 100%. I think it's a little bit of both, man. Um, because, you know, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. And yes, the nine-man rotation is certainly clicking Come from a chemistry standpoint. Defensively, they've been locked in. Everybody knows their role. That's great. But obviously, with, with no Obi, offensively, you're shorthanded. IQ's been inconsistent, has always been inconsistent. And so you're really not getting enough bench production there. Yes, he had 11 points in this game, but a lot of those points came when the game was already out of hand. And 
you know, where are we getting offense from? It's it's Yes, McBride is a good defender. He's not going to give you much on the offensive end. Hartenstein, not so much. Sims, you got to set up, set him up. So conversely, with the Sixers, they got 16 points from George's Niang off the bench. Eight points from Shake Milton, including that, you know, fluky three that he had at the end of the first half. But nevertheless, they got 16 big points, including uh, 12 points in that fourth quarter by Niang. He could have had more. He, he had some wide open threes in the beginning of his fourth that he just missed. So the Knicks were very fortunate. Um, but because this thing could have been a complete blowout uh, by, by in crunch time, Knicks had six points by five minutes left in the fourth. They had six points. And I think the Sixers zone Sixers went in and out of that zone all game. But as soon as Brunson came out of that game, I thought, uh, Knicks had a lot of trouble working with that zone between RJ and IQ. They could not, uh, get good shots off. RJ wasn't able to finish much in the fourth quarter. And even when Brunson came in, wasn't much. It really wasn't much that they could do. And I said, I said earlier that the Knicks had a two-point lead in the fourth. They didn't have that two-point lead in the fourth. They were down 100 to 102 with seven minutes left. And Philly went on a 16 to 2 run. By the time it got into crunch time, this game was 116 to 102. Knicks had only had six points in the fourth, and this one was pretty much over with. So We'll have to see, man. You know, is does this does this rotation need to get lengthened? Does one more person need to be added to the mix until Obi gets back? Is it Cam? Is it Fournier? You know, th- these are questions that have to be asked because we saw late in this game, Jalen Brunson th- did leave this game, and it's not clear what happened. Is it an injury or what? But he did leave this game, so that that's worth watching as well. Brunson would have played 40 minutes had he not had to go out. He was at 35 already. Yeah. And it, it looked like it was the hip. And I forgot what game it was where he had a hard fall. Um, trying to remember what it, game it was. He, it, he had a, yeah. Do you remember? He had a crazy hard fall. Yeah. He was grabbing his hip. Um, and then from then, it just seems like he's had a bunch of nicks and knacks. Uh-huh. And he's, he's battling through. He's had the quad. Um, he's had an ankle. Um, so... You know, and he's still battling out there playing 40 minutes. But like I'm saying, you know, the thing is now, there seems to be a a league-wide blueprint or scouter report that teams are sharing against the Knicks when it comes to this zone. Uh-huh. And I think what happens, CP, is when the Knicks uh, start off hot in, in the sense that they look together, Right. They look like a threat because when they look together, when Randall is playing within the offense and he's hitting threes, he started out uh, hitting his first two threes. Right. So, you know, when Randall hits, you know, within his first couple threes, when he hits those, it could be a long night for the other team because that's usually how he gets started. And then you see the end of the first 37 point uh, first quarter. The zone comes after. And I think what teams are looking at is. When you play the zone against the Knicks, you want to put RJ and Randall and these guys in a position where they have to make a decision with the ball. Uh That's been one of our weaknesses this year in terms of other than Brunson, we don't we don't look like the, the, the smartest basketball team out there. We don't make the extra pass. Sometimes we go a little bit too much hero ball. Sometimes, you know, even on drives, we look to finish at the rim and sometimes we just don't make that extra pass. And I just think teams are saying, I want Randall to make decisions. I want guys to be in a position where we want to put them uncomfortable. 
And right now, you see when teams go into a zone, we just look a little hesitant on where to go with the basketball. And I think teams, you know how it is in the NBA. You have to pick your poison. Mm -hmm. You have to go into a a game and just say, this is what we're going to go with, and this is what we're going to live with. And I think teams, moving forward, when the Knicks are hot, they're going to go and say, we're going to go with a zone. We're going to try to mix it up on them. We're going to try to get them a little disoriented. And maybe that will allow um, us to get some rest on the defense. But also the Knicks, sooner or later, they're going to miss enough shots to give us an opportunity to win. So the Knicks have to figure out a way to beat this zone, man, because it's just seen it for three years. Four years. Three years. They've been seeing it for three, four years on the tips, man. Ah, it's tough. Tough, man. They, they've been seeing it for years and years and years. Every team is going in on them with the zone, man. And here's the other thing. This whole Hartenstein and Sims, it was cute. It was, it was cool, right? But you're starting to see, you know, off the bench when, okay, so you have a nine-man rotation. You have those two guys. And then McBride. McBride is only going to play six minutes. Where's your scoring going to come from if you're going to only play one guard six minutes and then you have a twin tower duo and only quickly? And an inconsistent quick. And inconsistent quick. Right. An inconsistent quick who, if it wasn't for Brunson's injury, he would have not even hit the 20-minute mark tonight. So where's your scoring going to come from? And I think teams are, you know, in terms of the Knicks out-rebounding you one way to you know, put them in an uncomfortable position is when they go to uh, Sims and Hartenstein, let's use some zone against them and let's test their perimeter shooting. And, you know, you you see tonight what, what that could result in. So the Knicks have a lot of thinking to do in terms of do you make any changes to the rotation or do you change a little bit the minutes distribution or do you sooner or later make a move uh, to upgrade the, the the bench or the or the starting five. Yeah, interesting indeed, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate, man, and Merry Knicksmas to the Knicks fans out there, although the Knicks did not get the job done, man. 119 and 120, Knicks lose, 119 and 112, rather, Knicks lose in the matinee matchup. I want to shout out David Fonseca. $20 super chat says, Merry Christmas, y'all. There's a steep drop-off in offense, playmaking, and overall cohesion. Tibbs trusts Miles defensively, but it seems like Brunson and Buss from a playmaking perspective. What do we need, fellas? Well, I, I think JD broke it down, man. I think he broke it down. Uh, we, we are lacking consistent playmaking, a good consistent scoring punch off of the bench right now. Let's see what happens when Obi comes back. But they've got to figure something out because it seems like uh, the starters were a bit uh, tired, fatigued down the stretch, both mentally, physically. Ball wasn't moving as crisp as it was. The offense wasn't moving as efficiently. Uh, I thought JD's point on making the Knicks make decisions was a great one, especially in the zone, because you got to think a little bit more on how you're going to break that. And they, they weren't able to do it, but they've been seeing it for three years. And I think it's interesting, bro, that on a six-a-team team that has excellent individual defenders, when you look at Tucker, you look at Thibault, Melton, uh, Milton, House, all those guys, they still will go into a zone if they need to. And that's under Doc Rivers making adjustments. I think that's pretty interesting. You got Tobias Harris, who's 6'9 as well. Right. He's a, win- he's a solid defender. And then you have a rim protector at the rim with Embiid. Right. And they'll still so go they, into a zone if they need to. 
That's why that that's what I'm saying. When you have the personnel to even go man up on someone, and you decide that you know what, letting them shoot, going in a zone, giving them more spacing to allow them to get a perimeter shot. That's a better strategy. That tells you, you know what you need to know about not only the Sixers but what the league is starting to feel about. Yeah, what's the recipe and the formula? To, to beat the New York Knicks. No question about it. If you guys want to call in, this is a rapid-fire post-game show, but if you guys want to call in get your thoughts on today's tough loss, man, call us up, 657-383-1509, or you can hit us up on the KFTV Discord. Knicks lose three in a row. I had them going two and two this week. I had the Golden State win. I thought they were going to lose to Toronto. Didn't like that matchup. I thought they could beat the Bulls, but, you know, beating the team three in a row is tough. You knew DeRozan and Levine were going to come with it. And had the Knicks made their free throws, they would have had that game. And I thought they were going to lose this one, too. So, uh, unfortunately, they are one and three on the week to close out the week. And uh, loses a three straight now. After an eight-game winning streak, um, tides are starting to turn a little bit. And we'll see what happens with Jalen Brunson. Anything out there on Twitter on Brunson yet? Uh, I don't see anything yet. Um, let's see here. Nope, nothing, nothing on Jalen Brunson. So maybe that's good news because, okay. uh, you know, although you never know with the Knicks, they they like to keep keep know, it on the hush, right, right, pretty tight. So um, yeah, uh, hopefully, I mean, listen, it's interesting too because, you know, he 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 went all the way to the locker room, and now you know you're talking about losers losers of three in a row. This was this turns out to be a disappointing homestand. Yeah, because now you're going to go on a little mini uh, Texas road trip, right? You no, know, starting on Tuesday uh, against at Dallas and at San Antonio and Houston. So you know Dallas is his former team, obviously. So I'm pretty sure he wanted he wants to play in, in that game. So we'll see. Does he force the issue because it's the Dallas matchup? Um, also. You're, you're losers of three in a row. You kind of do need them to play that game. Yeah. You don't want this thing now to go off the rails again. Right. You know, so this is going to be an interesting road trip now. And, and you know, uh, hopefully he gets back and, and he, he's healthy. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Uh, I want to shout out the rhyme animal, Chuck D, man. Merry Christmas, Chuck. Sends a $10 super chat. Says competitive sport is hard and joy. Can't sleep at all. Tibbs can't win with the wide rotation, but something got to give. This style is like driving 75 miles per hour on a flat tire and rims. Does Rose OB cam fit, but how? It's going to, yeah, going to be going to be interesting to see, man. Could they afford to bring one more into this thing? They give us a bit of a spark offensively. Bro, I'm just saying, CP, why, why okay, nine-man rotation, but why play do six minutes? Yeah. Why? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, it's just it, it, you, player development, we're going youth movement, right? Right. Let's play them. Like, let, let, let's, let's, you know, let's play them. I, I, didn't, I didn't get Grimes playing 36 minutes against the Bulls when he was just coming off an ankle injury, and he looked a little step slow there. His shot was off, and... Maybe, you know, you're coming off an ankle injury, especially with him. He jumps pretty high on his jump shot, so you need that lift. And 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 so, you know, tonight he plays 38 minutes again. I would tone it down a little bit until he can get his legs back under him um, and, and, and try to just trust some of these other guys. I mean, if you're going with the rotation, you might as well. You have no other choice. You're, yeah. Because when you're dead set, I mean, the Knicks are dead set on this rotation. 
right? We, we've seen opportunities where maybe you can put in a Cam or Rose or even Fournier or whoever, but they're not doing it at all. So my thing is, if you're dead set, no matter what the circumstances is, you only have two options, CP. You either play certain guys off the bench a little bit more or you just go crazy on the starters. And right now, it's trending more like the starters are going to have to burden a lot of this yeah. uh, weight big time. Um, as, as the Knicks get, you know, look to get back on track. Big time, big time. Uh, here's Tibbs on Brunson. Let's hear if, what Tibbs had to say on, on Brunson. It's courtesy of SNY Videos. Um, but we're capable of doing a lot better than we did. What's wrong with Brunson? Looks like he's. I don't know. He's getting looked at now. Yeah. Is it a hip thing or? I'm not sure. So, so Ian Begley did ask if it was a hip thing, and uh, Tib said he wasn't sure. So he's getting looked at now. Uh, Fred Katz is also reporting. Let's go to Fred Katz's report. Give me one second here. Let's see what Katz is saying. Fred Katz of The Athletic says that Jalen Brunson was not made available by Nick's PR to speak to the media. He was not available to speak to the media. I'm just trying to find the rest of my thing here. Give me one second. Okay, uh, the Knicks did not make Jalen Brunson available to reporters after the game, so no chance to ask about the injury. Knicks would not disclose what the injury was that caused Brunson to sub out in the fourth quarter. He was holding his right hip at moments in the second half. So it's a hip. And, and he, asked, he asked out because I was watching him yes. on TV. As soon as he felt it, he immediately put his hand up, looked at the bench, and he asked out. So to me, when Brunson does that, you know, these other injuries he's had, he's looked to stay in the game. He must have felt something pretty, pretty bad there. Um, you know, and, and sometimes it could just be in the moment where you just need, like, I can't play right now. But, yeah. you know, give me a day, give me 24, 48 hours, I'll be good. Hopefully it's more of that because, uh, you know, Brunson axed out and that usually it's not a good sign. Not a good sign, man. Shout out to Kate Thomas, fight out Super Chats. It's RJ going for a party size bag with all those chips he's missing. Yeah, it was a tail two halves for RJ, man. I thought he shot the ball very well in the first half. Um, had a nice mid-range, step-back mid-range on him. But uh, second half, he um, didn't have it. Didn't have it. Was missing a lot of bunnies. And uh, that was that was unfortunate. Coming off of a 44-point outburst against the Bulls. Tom Herrera, fight out Super Chats. His Merry Christmas, CPJD, and all the Knicks Fan TV fam. Hope the team cleans up perimeter D and gets better bench scoring. Could use another shooter. Tom, absolutely on the money, man. Definitely appreciate the super chat. Shout out to Gamba, man. We we, we decorated the set a little bit. You know, we got the tinsel, the bells, the jingle bells on, on, on the set. We got that little snowfall graphic. A little aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? A little aesthetic. That's what makes us the number one show for the fans by the fans. You come here for quality analysis, good humor. We get premium guests. Shout out to the rhyme animal Chuck D. And presentation, people, presentation, okay? This is a professional job. This is what we do to bring the fans quality. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Make sure that you guys are subscribing to the channel. Make sure you share these videos and hit that like button. That's all we ask in return for our hard work and dedication. Hit the like button, subscribe, and share these videos, man. So to everybody in the chat once again, Merry Christmas to you all. Okay, so Brunson. Yeah, again. Speaking of pre 
Now I was gonna say, speaking of presentation, mm-hmm. you know, the Bulls game and 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 also uh, you know, you guys uh after after the game. Yeah. You guys all you guys all fit the same scheme with the free throw missing. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> listen, man, it's a little bit tough when you have these fan events, because you're hosting, you're entertaining, you're sipping a little bit, shout out to Ari, you know, you're sipping a little bit, and then all of a sudden the bright lights are on you, and you're taking a technical free throw, and you, and you, you, no warm-ups, no nothing, nobody at the line to dap up if you miss, you get one shot at the thing. I thought my form was pretty good, shout out to AJ Gibson, Taz's brother came through, he, he, had, uh, he was shooting the, the, the footage. So, when the footage is released, my form was on point, but I, I kid you not, man. As soon as I looked up at the basket, I was seeing like three. <laughs> that's that's when the whiskey set in. I, I was straight up until then, bro. So you, when you were looking down, bouncing, you know, the basketball, Perfect. You, you look good. As soon Perfect. As, you looked up, I was like, Whoa. as soon as I looked up, I was said, oh my God, I can't even see. <laughs> and that, that's all she wrote man. that's all she wrote uh but yeah shout out to everybody that pulled up man we had a great time great turnout um we had uh shout out my guy Dwayne came he came through straight off the plane from Lisbon Portugal we mm. had uh my guy from Ohio pulled yeah. up somebody from from a Miami watch party pulled up so um but a brand almost a brand new crowd like we get our regulars for these fan events but uh this one we we almost had a brand new crowd man so shout out to everybody that pulled up uh, definitely shouted out you and uh, and and Alex and and um, yeah man, Mama Brunson, big fan of the show, was shopping up with Mama Brunson in the Delta. She shouted out you and Alex, man, big fan of the show as well. So that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was that it was made a good my time. Christmas when you when you told me that. I yeah, said, man. Oh man. Yeah, Mama Brunson. Mama Brunson tried to get in the good graces yeah. of Nick Chad TV. Yep. She rocks with the number one show for the fans. My fans had a great game today, Mama Brunson. She did. Don't worry. We, he, he he, did. He's, he's good over here. He, he did, man. So, get him healthy. Yeah, that, that one was a tough one. Tough one indeed. Let's get to the phones, man. Let's hear from the Ryan Animal, Chuck D. Chuck, how you feel, man? Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays to y'all. Y'all hear me? Loud and clear. Yeah, JD, you know, um, CP, Knicks Nation. Um, slow rapid fire. <laughs> um man you know losses went losses wear on you like a wet blanket for both player and fan and um and and i tell you it's it's joy and pain like i did in the text it's like it can make you feel so good like you're jumping out the window or it can make you feel so bad like i'm gonna jump out the window yeah (laughs) so so um you know, a lot of times, you know, like if, 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 for example, you can't sleep, you can't throw games away, and just a loss, those those losses were like, I mean, we we could have beat Toronto and we could have beat the Bulls, which would would have made you know today like, okay, we got a gift, right? Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you know we know they're gonna throw the zone at us, but when you know that you got that little oomph on you, you're gonna break the zone, you're gonna beat the zone because you got that extra little cockiness with you but after two losses and backbreaking losses you know you wonder damn how much did my vertebrae get broken so and also understand this that teams carry memories that philly game you better believe that that philly game that that when the knicks won on on, on that cam night down down in philly yeah they remember that and you knew that the bulls were going to remember those two wins in chicago so 
to stay cognizant of knowing that a team is going to come in with that extra horn up and also the league is going, when they hear all this talk about the Knicks, you know, when they sense blood in the water, like when Embiid was going and, you know, just basically say, all right, we came in and we soared and then we got to listen to ESPN announcers. <laughs> it's like, it's a, a bad stab wound all around. But, uh, you know, like, hey, we can't throw games away. You know, so that, yeah. that was a long, slow, old triple OG rapid fire because, um, yeah, I'm punched. But, you know, we get up and, and, and get at them. So here we go. No question. Good to hear from you, Chuck. Merry Christmas Happy once again, man. Y'all and um, let's let's go forward and let's 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 get it. Twenty twenty three. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go, man. Well yep. said. Well said. Couldn't agree more, man. The rhyme animal, Chuck D. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat to salute the legend. And it, and it was one thing too, JD. I mean, you know, you give credit for Mitch's effort on Embiid, especially in the first half. But you could tell Embiid wasn't, he wasn't really going full tilt, just kind of going through the motions. I, and that was another thing I was wondering, too, is it's always with these matinee games, I'm always wondering, how's the energy going to be? Who's going to come out fired up? Are they both going to come out cold, try to get into a groove? And it was the Knicks that shot out the gates hot, you know, Harden and Embiid kind of going through the motions. But we saw that in the second half, especially with Embiid, there wasn't much Mitch could do. You know, when a superstar goes into his bag, and he wants to take it up to another level, there's not much you could do there, man. And, and, and B was absolutely brilliant, especially in the third quarter. Finished this game with 30 points after, you know, dragging to start the game. Dragging. And I thought, you know, I actually thought Mitch, for the most part, in terms of his one-on-one matchup, did a decent job. The thing is, is that in the first quarter, and B was two of six. He only had five points. He was two of six. I think, and now listen, it's the regular season, CP. But if this is the playoffs, this is one thing that I would be criticizing if this was the playoffs. You know, the playoffs, every single decision gets magnified. Uh, Mitch plays most of the first quarter. He plays 10 minutes. However, Embiid got subbed out a little bit earlier, and I think Tib should have subbed out Mitch right there with him because the strategy in the second quarter – Mitch came back at the same time as Embiid did. So the tra- strategy was clearly we're going to play them together. Together, yeah. But I thought he played them a little bit longer um, in the first. And what did that happen? What happened as a result of that? Mitch caught his second foul, which wasn't on Embiid. And my thing is, when you're matching up like that, if Mitch, first of all, it's, gonna, it's already going to be a concern, Mitch getting fouls, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you want the six fouls to be on Embiid. I don't want no other fouls on no one else. And I think... Mitch getting his second foul in the first, and then in the second, once Jericho Sins came in the game, I know he looked stronger than Mitch and all that, but sometimes coaches don't care about physique. They just look at Sims as a second-year player who is not experienced, yeah. still trying to get the technique. That's a mismatch. Quick me. hook. That's Quick how hook. they're looking at it. And they went right at Sims, and I think that gave him B confidence, and you got him into a rhythm because Mitch had to uh, be on the bench for a little bit. And then that, I think, got him going. And sometimes when you're a star, you could have a quarter where you're a little cold or you're feeling things out. But sometimes all it takes is a sequence of two, three possessions, and you get right back into it. That's the difference between stars and good players. Embiid is a star. And I think, you know, 
that allowed him to get into a rhythm. And from there, you saw it. It was possession after possession. He was getting the ball uh, right next to the basket. He was going to the free throw line. And then from there, once you get a guy like that going, there's not much you can do. And then from Nothing. there to the second half, he ended up the game hot. Nothing at all. Uh, I see Ari. Ari, we'll close with you today. Dan from New Jersey. Dan, let's go rapid fire. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Merry Christmas, bro. How you feeling? Hey, Merry Christmas, y'all. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful day. Trying. <laughs> uh, real quick, man, I really think that uh, Tom Thibodeau's rotation is starting to take a toll on our starters, uh, especially Brunson. You know, we rely on Brunson to do a lot of the initiating on offense. You know, his defense didn't look too good today. Uh, he was uh, leaving his guy open for a couple of threes. I think the same is happening to Grimes as well, uh, especially coming off that ankle injury. He just looks a little slow on rotations lately. Yeah. I think that killed us. Uh, shout out Mitch, man. He tried. He was playing pretty well in the first half. But, mm-hmm. you know, once Joel and B got it going, once he got those free throws to go, once he saw the ball going in the hoop, I knew it was over, man. But, hey, be safe, y'all. Merry Christmas. You too, bro. I'm okay. Let's go. Dan from New Jersey on the check-in, man. Always good to hear from you. Area code 813 on the phones. 813, what's your name? Where you calling in from? Yo, Ramble from Tampa, man. Ramble from Tampa. Merry Christmas, bro. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas, man. Yes, yes, you already know, man. God bless to all, man. I hope everybody's having a great day right now. 
Man, I watched a little bit of the game, but I was really hanging out with the family, man. I just want to let you know right now, my lady went ahead and bought me that Manscaped promotion code KFTV. Don't let's, play with let's them. Let's go. Talk to me nice. <laughs> let's go. Uh, you know, but I, I'm just here to brag on my lady, too, because she also surprised me with the Knicks ticket. Nice. February 7th, which is also going to be our one-year anniversary. We just got married back in February, man. Okay. So you already know I'm hoping the Knicks really come through, you know. But that's all I'm just calling, man. I just want to give everybody blessings, man. No Rapid doubt. Fires, no man. doubt, man. Her get back to their family. Stay blessed, health, and happiness to you, man, and, and enjoy the game. I might be there, man. So from there, definitely uh, we'll, we'll link up. Good to hear from you, bro. All right, it's Ram- Ramble from Tampa. Just want to show love. Sounded like he was in a plane or something. Windows down in the car. He's in Tampa showing out, man. It's freezing up here. The hawk is out out here, man. We got, we got white walkers outside and whatnot. Uh, 347, Erico. 347, what's your name? Where you calling in from? Hello? Yeah, yeah. What's your name? Where you calling in from? Hey, uh, what's up, man? This is uh, Nick from Flatbush. I was at the, uh, the yeah. fan event. Yeah, what's good, Nick? Yo, tell the people about the fan event, hey, man. We we lost, but I'm sure you, yeah. you had a good time, right? Yeah, man. Hey, listen, bro. I ain't going to lie to you, CP, before I get real quick. Merry yeah. Christmas to everybody. You know, shout out to Manscaped. Thumbs in the chat and all that, man. Hey, listen, bro. I ain't going to lie. Them bowls is a little flat. Pause, man. <laughs> them, 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 them wasn't... Them wasn't the same basketball that they used during the game. Yo, I don't know this, where they got see, those basketballs see? from, bro, but those... Oh, this is those wasn't the ones, man. That's I, what I'm saying, man. In the pregame, it's me, the Knicks chick, watching the pregame, and I'm like, yo, I don't think we get those same basketballs for the free throw contest. They gassing y'all up. Listen, yeah. listen CP, listen, man. It, it's a conspiracy. I looked at the ball and I'm dribbling, bro. It says falling, and I know they sponsored by Wilson. Yeah. Now. I don't know where they got these basketballs from. CP. It's like a carnival thing, man. It's one of those carnival games, man. Yeah. It's a trick bag. But yeah, rapid fire, man. And the Knicks, we got to step it up, man. We got to go to Texas, get the job done. Merry Christmas to everybody, man. Shout out to me, Escape. Yeah, I know. Thumbs up for the boys. I'm gonna holler at you, CP. Y'all stay easy, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, no they, they they pulled the trick bag on us, man. Mm. I already knew. Completely different basketballs. You know what I'm saying? Completely different, man. Well, I mean, I don't know that you even picked that up. You just, you, you know, you, you, <laughs> he he said it, and you're like, oh, that's a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. The basketballs. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That could be true, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man! Because remember, you said you were you, you were in another planet. So I was, yeah, I was. I, I didn't oh. expect you to pick that up anyway. I, I was, man. It was a good time anyway, man. Shout out to Nick from Flatbush for sure. Uh, let's let's take a look at this game by the numbers real quick, man. Knicks and Sixers. Uh, look, you know, Nick Knicks didn't shoot the ball all that well from three, but uh, it wasn't that that bad. But the Sixers just shot it better. You know, Sixers shooting 46% from downtown. Gave credit to Niang. How about the Anthony Melton? That was the guy I was looking at on prize picks. I didn't pick him. But the Anthony Melton, who's been getting a healthy dosage of three-point attempts, especially over his last five games, man, went five for five from downtown on the Knicks today. Five for five from downtown. You have Niang chipping in with four or nine from downtown. And that was half of the damage for them. That was half of the damage. Uh, Knicks winning the rebounding matchup, 46-32. Give credit to Julius and Mitch on, on that offensive. 30 assists for the Knicks. A lot of that coming in the first half just wasn't meant to be in the second, man. Between the Sixers zone and the Knicks just falling apart through the attrition, uh, the ball just stopped moving as well as it did in the first. I thought the first half ball moving was extra crispy. It uh, just wasn't meant to be. Knicks did keep the turnovers down, both teams. Only eight turnovers apiece by both teams. 
Knicks winning the points in the paint match up 56 to 34. And uh, second chance points, what the Knicks do best, man. 21 second chance points to eight for Philly. But uh, as we said, man, they Philly just made a lot more plays in, in crunch time. And anything on the stat sheet that, that sticks out to you, bro? 19 of those second half points, second chance points, came in the first half. Mm. So that tells you about, you know, the adjustment that was made in the second half and some of, you know, the, just the, the ball and, and, and the offense just wasn't there. Um, and, and, and their ability to continue to, to, to get, you know, those check second chance opportunities, uh, you know, anything else that's, that stood out is just, you know, in the end, the three point defense, you know, you allowed 18 made threes, uh, from, from the Philadelphia 76ers and, you know, you shot, okay. You shot well, 48%, but you know, allowing the team to shoot 50% in the fourth quarters, they're making half their shots sooner or later. Yeah. you're going to allow a team to get back into the game. And, you know, uh, one thing I was looking at, CP, is, you know, the minutes. It, it, it's R.J. Barrett has played the last the last three games in his losing streak. He's played the fourth well. quarter all 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. All 12 minutes in the fourth quarter of the last three games. And tonight, or today, he goes one of eight, you know, in the fourth quarter, um, mm. shooting only 12%. So, you know, we talk about in the last two fourth quarters, the Knicks are shooting 40% and 30% today. So we talk about this. This is going to be something to watch now in Dallas is I'm looking to see unless, you know, if this is going to be the minutes they're going to play, I want to see what they have left in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Um, are there, you know, is because it looks like this is this is what, where it's trending. In mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. they're eventually going to run out of gas. And that's what happened against Chicago. And that's what happened today as well. Um, and, and so come on, like you're playing RJ 12 minutes, every single fourth quarter. I mean, I mean, that right there tells you, can we make an adjustment? Right. Does RJ really need to play? I understand last game. Cause he went off. I get that. But does he need to play every fourth quarter, the 12 minutes? <laughs> I don't know that that's the greatest recipe of success yeah. in terms of an 82 game season going into the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, when you're winning, it's cool. But when you're not winning, you know how this thing works. Yeah, big time. Big time, man. And uh, you mentioned RJ's 44. Uh, Despite the tough loss, man, we got to talk about our Chase Freedom Nick of the day. And that went to Julius Randle, man. 35 points, eight rebounds, four assists, 50% shooting from the field, including four of nine from downtown. Look, man, I love the way Julius started this game off. He was patient. He was poised. Uh, it was just smooth. It was just smooth. You know, a lot of it was was uh, was playing off off the catch, especially knocking down those threes. He would put the ball on the floor, had a couple of nice and ones. He was cooking P.J. Tucker. Uh, wasn't sustainable, but but I, I loved how, how Julius uh, approached this game and uh, gave the Knicks a chance, gave the Knicks a chance to win it. Uh, he he is, I mean, I'm telling you, I don't, <laughs> he's playing like an all star. Yeah, he 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 is playing. You know, he he's playing like a legit. All-star. He's shooting 57 percent overall the last three games mm. on 40 minutes per game. On 40 minutes per game, he's shooting 57 percent, uh, and he's shooting 41 percent from three as well. So, uh, you know, he's playing within the offense. That's all you ask. Yeah. For. Yeah, that's what you've been asking for from him is 
Can 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 you play within the offense? Can you play some off ball action? And and can it look in rhythm? And he's certainly doing that. And and you know, I, I think for this week, there's certainly not going to be a debate on who is the player uh, of the week. Um, only because you know, I I think RJ's performance today, um, unfortunately, and then the loss, I think it takes him out of running for me as yeah. player of the week. Uh, but our, uh, but Julius Randle is certainly making a case to be an all-star this season. And, you know, you just got to rack up some wins here so it can look better. Um, and, you know, you can start to to get back to to winning basketball. But he he's being, he's efficient. He's shooting well. He's playing well. There's not much for, for, for me to say about Julius right now, to be honest with you. Definitely playing like an all-star indeed, man. And uh, today's By the Numbers is brought to you guys by Prize Picks, man. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, we want to salute to Prize Picks. And, and for those of you that want to play for you first-time players, man, you go to prizepicks.com, enter promo code KFTV, and they will match your deposit up to one up to $100, 100%. So for you first-time players, if you want to play with $20, you put in $20, they'll match your deposit, and then you have $40. If you want to put in all $100, they will match your deposit of $100, and you have $200 to play with. Now, all you're going to do is when once you sign up, you go into prize picks, and it's basically you versus the stat projections that Prize Picks has laid out every night. And they have different sports. You have the NFL going on right now. You have NBA going on right now. And you can mix and match. You're just going to pick two to six players. And you're going to choose based on whatever stat category you want to choose from, whether or not that player is going to do more or less than that number that Prize Picks has projected. And so for the Christmas Day tilt, uh, you guys can still catch this right now. They have Nikola Jokic at 0.5 points. That is an absolute gimme. Obviously, you want to take more than 0.5 points for Nikola Jokic, barring any catastrophic injury. You'll hit on that. I did take Joel Embiid with more than 10 rebounds in this one, JD, and he finished with just about um, seven. He finished with eight. But based on the, the slow start in the first half, uh, I didn't think I didn't like my chances of hitting that number. So I went with JD, with uh, with Embiid for more than um, than ten rebounds, and, and I didn't hit that one. The other pick I went with was uh, Mitchell Robinson over two blocks in this game, more than one and a half blocks in this game, and I was able to hit that one. So shout out to the blockness monster, Mitchell Robinson. Another one I had liked, RJ. Man, RJ had been getting to the free throw line a considerable amount of times. Over his last five games, I went with R.J. Barrett with more than four and a half free throws made, and he only finished with three. So I didn't hit on that one. I got LeBron James going right now with uh, with more than 29 and a half points. Lakers and Mavericks right now in the second game. LeBron is at 18. So I like where I'm at there. Uh, I did go with Julius with less than 36 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Uh, mm. I, yeah, I, I went against Julius on this one tonight. And he went right past that one with 47. Ooh. So that that's how I'm looking today, man. That's how I'm looking at a potential hit of three out of my six picks. How'd you uh, how'd you do today? Or how you looking so far today? Well, I have two tickets. They're pretty much the same. So I'll just go with one here. I have obviously I took the uh special of uh Nikola Jokic. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure at half points I'm gonna be sweating that one out. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> and then I took uh, I took Embiid over 30 and a half points. I just thought, I know it's high, and, and it, 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 I was leery about it because it's a 12 o'clock game, but I just thought that, you know, he he's just going off right now. They've won seven in a row. He's cooking in his seven-game win streak. Um, national TV game. Yeah. You know, for a slate like today, I like to go with the superstars because they they tend to show up more than not. So that's kind of more of my safety route is yeah. when you have a big day, a holiday like today, you can't go wrong going with superstars to overperform because that's what they look forward to. So he had, uh, what is, 35 points or 33 points he had today. So I hit that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... Uh, as well, LeBron, I think that's an easy over mm-hmm. on the points. That's three there. And then I have uh, Giannis. I have him going over 31 and a half points. And I have Ja Morant going over 28 and a half points. Um, and then I have another, the, the only difference with another ticket is I have Traymond Green less mm. than eight and a half points today. So Ja Morant, Giannis, Draymond Green, LeBron is what's left for me. To the side, two tickets. I think I'm I'm feeling good right now. All right, all right. So yeah, good good stuff, man. Going superstar heavy on this day, and yeah, you got to make a good point, man. Especially on Christmas Day is when they tend to show out the most. So once again, for you people at home, play to win, but play responsibly, man. Go to PrizePicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for instant deposit match of up to. one hundred dollars. All right, all right. Let's go, man. I'll mute your mic. Rapid fire. Let's go. What up, CP? Oh, what's up, JD? How you guys doing? Good, man. How you feeling, man? Long time. Yeah, man. I was in World Cup mode, and then I had COVID again for like oh. the fourth time. Oh, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm good, though, now. Good. I'm good, though. It's been a rough week, but um, I'm finally feeling better. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy holidays to Absolutely. everyone. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, rapid fire. Listen, man. Um, you know, I feel like the eight-game winning streak kind of got fans kind of... Um, you know, emotional again and in their feelings and not realizing what this team is. We live in, we live in a, a mean reversion type world where we're going to always revert back to the mean over time. We know what this team is. We know it's a, a 500 team. Um, so um, overall, I'm not too, like, listen, I would have loved to win today, I guess, but it's not a big deal. Um, the two things I want to talk about real quick is number one, uh, Tibbs, man, listen, man, you got to make adjustments. Listen, if we're trying to win in the playoffs, you got to make adjustments as a coach, dude, all right? And, like, the only adjustment I saw from Tibbs was basically giving the ball to Randall and having him do iso ball at the top of the key. Like, in the second half, when he was playing so well within the offense, like J.D. was saying in the first half, they, did, they went away from that and just played hero ball. And then I don't understand how you're a coach and you can't beat a freaking zone. Mm. Like, this is the NBA. How can't you beat a zone, all right? It's not the first time this happened. It's happened a million times. If you're trying to win in the playoffs, you need to make adjustments. And number two is R.J. Barrett. Listen, obviously, he didn't have a good game today, but he's been playing a lot better lately. Um, we don't need him to be an all-star. We don't even need him to be a, we don't need him to be a superstar all-star. We just need him to be a good player to play up to his contract or relatively up to his contract. But he's where the ceiling of the Knicks is, man. If, if R.J. Barrett's going to play like an all-star and then put up, you know, 25 and 5 and 5 or whatever, then this, this team could... Could, could be good. If he's going to play like how he is today and shoot us out of the game, go 6 for 21, the team's not going to be good. Um, and the last thing is Jalen Brunson, man. He's a great player. I, I love Jalen Brunson. I actually voted for All-Star game. But teams, especially lately, because he's been playing well, especially in Toronto, they put a lot of length on him. Mm-hmm. Right? Today, they were, today they were blitzing him, and they took him out of the game. If we're trying to win now, which everyone's trying to do, and we're trying to make the playoffs, which everyone's trying to do, 
right? Who's going to be the other guy to help out Brunson down the stretch when it's time to get a bucket? Because you put some 6'6 six, six wing on him, 6'7 wing on him, you blitz him, someone else is going to have to do it. Randall can't close. You know, RJ's up and down. Who's going to be the other guy, man? Um, you know, so that that's my take, man. Yeah. You know, good points. It is what it is. Good points. Happy audience. Good points, good points, man. Uh, that was a good call by Ari, man. Rest up. Speedy recovery. It's been a tough six season myself, man. I had the flu, then I had a cold myself, man. I was down and out. I'm still, like, still recovering, uh, lingering from that. So, uh, yeah, just be safe out there. Be healthy and safe out there. And uh, last but not least, man, Jay Boogie, let's go rapid fire on this Christmas day, man. Rapid fire, let's go. Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's. Blessing, blessings, health, help, and happiness to you all. Merry Christmas to you all. This day, you pe- all all the, all you people, you deserving of this day. Blessings to all you all you parents in the world. Blessings for the way you get up every morning, you go to work, and you make sure that your household is taken care. It's a blessing for the parents to be around their kids. It's a blessing when them kids get to open up them presents, and your parents, you're looking down, you're seeing that them kids are very happy. When I want you to know, you're the ones that's doing that. You're the ones that's making everybody smile and be happy on this day. Don't never not, don't never disinclude yourself. You are the number one yourself. Always believe in yourself. Protect yourself. Love yourself. Be yourself. Don't try to be nobody else. Be grateful and thankful when you wake up in the morning. You look in the mirror and you see yourself. That is you. The most beautiful people it is in the world up under this New York Nick umbrella. So many great people I don't met, met across this basketball thing. I don't even want to talk about basketball. I just want to talk about the beautiful people. It's a beautiful thing to be able to handshake and dap up and meet people from different places, talk to people in the chats and everything, sending love shots and everything. That's how beautiful we are as a, as a square. I don't want to do a circle. A circle got a hole in it, so I need four corners representing 90 degrees. Y'all know what that is. But God bless us to you all as we wind down this 2022 and going into to this 2023. Just know you as yourself, you're going into a new year and you're already on top of your game, being yourself and handling your business as a parent, man. Blessings to you all. Blessings to you all. I know it was tough. We lost three games straight on the road. Yeah, what I say on the road because we played much better on the road and then we at the crib. So I call the crib the road and when we go on the road, I call that at home. We're going to handle our business. Everybody be easy. Continue enjoying the rest of this day. You got more basketball, more football, more happiness, more togetherness, more love. That's more important than everything. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat, man, up under this umbrella. 2022, we winding it down, but we going out, Mike. Green with a bang. Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S. Jay Boogie with the closing ceremony, closing sermon on this Sunday, man. Merry Christmas to Jay Boogie. Merry, Merry Christmas to the Knicks fans. Go check out that Jay Boogie video, man, for Christmas. I'm putting a link in the chat right now, man. Check out Jay Boogie's latest video. Pop a left in there as well. Back Bye. on Christmas. Wish we could have gotten a W, man. Wish we definitely could have gotten a W, but uh, wasn't meant to be. But move on to Dallas, man. Shout out to K. Thomas for the Super Chat. Tom Herrera, uh, Chuck D. Eddie Marr says uh, we lost to a minivan. I don't know. I'm not sure what what that uh, what that one meant, but okay. Um, it's, uh, I said... Uh, 
Eddie Marsh says, uh, CP wasn't impressed with the eight-win streak. Meanwhile, Alex jumped out the window and Tibbs. Police play Sims over hard and soft. Hard and soft. Apostle in the making five out super chats. Are we serious with this game commentary? The disrespect. We are at MSG, but Stephen A on Christmas talking about who is the biggest sex symbol. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people is complaining about see Stephen A stuff. I wasn't, I had no intention to watching that. Um, so I was just watching Ruko and and um and JJ Reddick. I thought they were pretty good. Uh JR says go Knicks show 76ers show 76 is what this team could be in the playoffs. Okay. Definitely appreciate that. Um, remember that this show is available in audio podcast format, man. So no reason to miss it. Catch it on all the major podcast platforms. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, go to KnicksFanTV.com on Monday for player ratings. We skip player ratings today, but we'll have a full player ratings write-up and review of today's game by KnicksFanTV Remy. It's a great, uh, great write-up. So make sure you guys are going to KnicksFanTV.com and signing up for the mailing list. Very important. Also, you heard uh, Rambo from Tampa. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. And go to prizepicks.com, use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. JD, Merry Christmas, bro. Enjoy the rest of the day with the fam. Tough loss, 119-112. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Tuesday. Knicks versus Mavs, man. JD, good show, bro. We at it.